1: So here we go with Cooper Mays. I'm Dave Hooker. We're, of course, uh, going to talk some Georgia with the Bulldogs coming up in Neyland Stadium and what should be a great atmosphere. And Cooper's appearance brought to you by City Heating and Air Conditioning, CityHeatAndAir.com. The Vol Report with Cooper Mays brought to you by City Heating and Air Conditioning. Coop, first, before we look forward to the week, uh, let's look back at Missouri. and uh, Your thoughts. I know that was a tough loss. Uh, how, how's morale, young man?
0: Yeah, no, it, was, it definitely was a tough loss, you know. Nobody nobody feels great after that and nobody really should feel great. Um man, just got to figure out a way to finish these next two weeks the right way, but yeah, definitely not a not a not a good showing by us.
1: Did you have a um a feeling leading up to that game that things weren't settled or was it a surprise as the game went on? Or was it just one of those one of those. Yeah. So, at what point in the game were you like, "Uh oh, this could this could turn"?
0: Uh, I mean, I I don't ever like think during the game like this could uh, this could turn bad or whatever. I don't I don't know. It's just every week in the SEC, it doesn't matter who you play. You, there's teams that are good enough to to take advantage of your mistakes and and you know teams that are good enough to to beat you any week. So, I mean, that's it's not really like a surprise. I mean, the the margins of the game were so so small and then when you hurt yourself it just exacerbates all that stuff anyway. So, I mean, we they're they're a really good football team, but we we didn't do ourselves any favors, that's for sure.
1: Coop, you talked about those mistakes. What were some as one of the leaders of this team and you can either talk about offensive line or the entire offense or the whole team, whatever you think. Um, what were some of those mistakes you'd like to see get cleaned up?
0: Um, just the, the playing penalties was, was a big one for us. You know playing penalties are gonna happen just if you're playing hard. Like stuff happens, but man, it seemed like anytime we had something positive going, we just shot ourselves in the foot a little bit. So just stuff that stuff that we can clean
1: up. It's interesting how you phrase it, and you've always been a guy that owns it, so to speak. Um it, it there are some people that blame, have blamed officials over the past couple of games. You guys haven't gotten a lot of calls. The officiating has been questionable, in my opinion. I know you probably don't want to go there. But you kind of took it on yourself just then when you said the mistakes that we make. Uh, how much or how important is that mindset right now?
0: I mean, I think it's super important. I think the only way you can get better at anything in life is if, you, if you're if you able to take accountability and, and you know, put – put blame on your own shoulders and, and figure out ways to fix it. You know, you can, you can, I mean, nobody's going to be perfect including referees or anything. So I, I don't even really, you know me, I don't even really think about the refs. It's kind of like a non-factor in my mind. Like, yeah, they, they probably have missed some calls throughout the season, but it should never be in the uh, referee's hands in my opinion.
1: Yep. Um, fair enough. Now <clears throat> I wrote on uh, OffTheHookSports.com the best way to, forget about this loss for Tennessee's fan base It'd be hey to beat Georgia, who isn't number one in the nation according to the college football playoff, but probably should be and might be on Tuesday. What do you think of of that game coming up? Um it's gonna be, you know, it's we haven't looked at him yet, but you know
0: what kind of game it's gonna be. Um super physical, you know, a tough game and, you know, probably the probably the toughest one you'll get all year. And you know, we just gotta we gotta come right and come prepared. So we gotta have a great week of practice, and then you know we gotta come with the right mentality and, and be physical.
1: As as far as uh, last year and the games in Neyland Stadium, of course, this year. But last last year, there at the Sanford Stadium, um, it it seemed like maybe that was the only time that noise kind of got to you guys. Was it more noise, or was it more what they guys what they did to, with you guys? I
0: think a big part of the, I think a big part of it was the noise. I mean, they they definitely had a really loud cl- crowd. Probably one of the probably one of the loudest crowds that I've faced on the road, you know. And it kind of kind of stopped our momentum. With, if if we aren't getting a, a good rhythm down, then it's it's hard for us to kind of get momentum going with our our offense and everything. So we were we had a lot of false start penalties and a lot of stuff like that that kind of led to us getting off of. Um, off rhythm and kind of off our game, so to speak. So it it, it poses problems, but
1: obviously that won't be a, a factor this week. And f- for those that don't know, I'd, I'd say everybody knows at this point. But uh, you you have ties to Georgia in that your brother Cade um, played there before transferring back to Tennessee. So what are your thoughts on on the two programs, having seen them as a, a family? a visitor, I'm sure a prospect. Um, what are your, what are some of the differences between the two programs you think? Some of the differences, um,
0: man, not, not as much as everybody would like to think, you know, college football can only be, you know, there's only so many different ways to do it. And there's only, there's only so many differences that can be had between a lot of places. Um, but genuinely, when you're in the SEC or generally, as I should say, in the SEC, a lot of a lot of programs kind of run the same kind of a lot of the same stuff and a lot of the same ways to win. I mean, you there's only a couple ways to win the SEC, and that's by being the most physical and disciplined team. And that, that that's kind of the way you got to run your program. And I think everybody's kind of gotten to that point here. And, you know, I, I, obviously, Georgia does a really good job of that. But I mean, not. Not not a crazy amount of differences.
1: As far as their uh approach defensively, um, how are they the same or different as as other teams? Do they remind you any of anyone that you've played in their schematic approach?
0: Oh uh, yeah, Bama. I mean, obviously Kirby's he's got the same kind of uh the tree or whatever they call it. You know, he's from that Saban coaching tree. So a lot of them kind of play around the same stuff. Um they're gonna have a lot of different pressures that they're gonna throw at you, um, mix of four down and three down. Um, just playing hard nosed football up front. Um, Georgia and Bamba don't really do much different. They they gonna line up and play football and, and they're gonna say we can beat y'all the way we wanna play. So it's 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 a hard nosed brand of football, but that's the that's the kind of stuff we play in SEC.
1: Well, and yeah, I wanted to ask you about that as as well. Do you, as, as far as being hard nosed, um, do you feel like that this is um, your your football team right now is where it needs to be as far as being uh, physical, Coop, or is that something that's uh, continues to be a work in progress?
0: No, I think we're physical. I definitely. I don't think that's any of the any of the problem. You know. Yeah,
1: and is. Go ahead. Uh, You're about to speak.
0: I mean, I, you don't get to the point we are in the season, you know, by not being physical. You know, doesn't really if you aren't physical in the SEC, you don't win. You don't win more than but a couple ball games, probably. So,
1: yep. Great point. And the run game has been there for you guys for the most part all year. So that's definitely uh, evidence of that. At this point in the season, Coop, every team has injuries, but it seems like you've got, you guys have had injuries to key positions at bad times, you included. Um, do, what, are your, what are your thoughts on the way things have unfolded injury-wise this year?
0: I haven't really thought about it much. Like, obviously, I've been a part of it, so that sucked. But, I mean, injuries are just going to happen. It's, it's football. If you look at every program in the country, there's going to be injuries at their key positions probably, and if they haven't, then it's probably going to happen. Or they've been just really blessed and really lucky and – you know, more power to them, but injury is not a, I mean, a football is not an injury free game. You know, it's a hundred percent injury kind of guaranteed. It just depends how severe kind of thing is, but yeah, I mean, we've, we've been hit with a couple big ones, but it's just how, it's how it goes. Sometimes how the cookie crumbles.
1: Yeah, that's true. And I would be interesting to see um, how you continue to, to patch those holes. Um, You mentioned how much you like squirrel white. Um, he was obviously targeted quite a few times against Missouri. Do you, do you feel like his best football is still ahead of him as far as his, his top end so to speak?
0: Yeah, I'm sure. You know, I like you guys know I don't really know much about the wide receiver stuff.
1: But uh <laughs> but you did give me the oh, Dylan you gave me the Dylan Sampson insight though, so that was good.
0: Oh, well, yeah, I mean, I, well, I was going to keep going. I don't know much about wide receivers, but just as a human Squirrel's a sophomore, you know, he's a, he's a, he's a young, young guy. So I know I got a lot better for my sophomore year. I'm not really sure like what he needs to do or what could be done. Obviously I'm not going to speak on that, but just getting older and stronger, he's going to get faster. And, and, you know, just, there's going to be a lot of stuff that he grows with out throughout his career. And he's going to be a, you know, already is, but he's going to be a great year.
1: When was your biggest jump um, as a player was it freshman to sophomore, sophomore to junior, junior to senior? And I know there's some injuries in there that have to be factored in. So your path is different and unique than anyone else's. But when did you feel like you made the biggest jump, like squirrel?
0: Uh, sophomore to junior was for me the biggest jump. I think a lot of people make that jump, though. I think just really getting it figured out when you're young, there's just so much on your mind, and you don't know, you don't know what you don't know, kind of thing you know there's just so much stuff that you are so naive to and you you learn throughout different ways to do stuff and just moreover just the baseline of just growing up and being mature and knowing how to handle your work that you do better you know i i know i wasn't attacking life the same way i am now as i was when i was an 18 year old you know i i didn't take stuff as serious as i needed to probably and you know, there's, there's a lot of stuff that you do differently when you're older or you should do differently if you if you mature and grow. So there's there's a lot of stuff that goes into it, but growing up from like a freshman to a junior, the, the jump is is pretty substantial.
1: Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, as I want to ask you a couple of other things about Georgia, I remind you that the ball Report with Cooper Mace is brought to you by City Heat and Air Conditioning, cityheatandair.com integrity matters check them out city heating and air conditioning we certainly appreciate them american standard uh it will build you to a higher standard um as far as georgia have you thought about what that would mean to not only this team but kind of your career as being able to uh being you would be able to say you beat the big three on Tennessee schedule at some point in your in your career georgia florida and alabama do, do you how much have you thought about that at all?
0: Man, no, uh, I just got my butt whooped by McMary I haven't really, I haven't really thought much about that yet. But I'm sure we will all week. I'm sure it'll be a prevalent thought. But no, not not as of
1: right now. What do you think for for you personally? Having the ties at Georgia, a win would mean for you and, and your family.
0: You know, I just I, I would like to beat them just because they're who we play and everything, but I truly, I, and like, people probably think I'm just like doing saying that as coach speak, but I really, it genuinely doesn't matter to me, you know, like some stuff just doesn't really, I don't know. It just doesn't really.
1: Well, I mean, a, a win is a win is a win. I, I And I think that you, you have the right mindset of taking things kind of one day at the time. Some guy in the sec West calls it the process. So I think his name's Nick Saban. Oh. Um, but when did you become – because you talked about your maturity just then. When did you become a believer in, like, the process, the day-to-day taking things seriously? Was was there any sort of mind change that happened earlier in your career?
0: Uh, man, I – I didn't – I didn't really – my first two years at Tennessee, I, I played a lot of football and, and started a lot of games, but um, – I wasn't living the right way and I wasn't doing anything bad or anything, but I wasn't sleeping right. I wasn't eating right. I wasn't drinking enough water. I mean, just like simple stuff that all the, all the things, I don't know, it just kind of clicked in my mind that there's so many things that you can control, like that I wasn't taking control of, you know, and kind of growing up and being a grown man is realizing you gotta you got to live a certain way if you want to achieve the results you want and you know I kind of realized in my life what I wanted was way more important than what I was doing and everything so I, I just I, I just know there was a lot of sacrifices to be made and, and there's a point in everybody's football career when you when you kind of it clicks for you where you kind of grow up and you're like I gotta take this way more seriously I gotta eat right do right sleep right, take my vitamins, you know, all, I mean, there's, there's just so much stuff that you can do to give yourself an advantage. And I wasn't doing all of them or even nearly all of them. And I don't know, kind of on the way to my junior year, I found a way to kind of figure it out a little bit, but.
1: Yeah. um, And was was there anything that caused that or was it just the immediacy of you might be playing that year?
0: No, I mean, I, I was always, I played off, through my freshman and sophomore year. So I knew I was playing. I just, I got to the point where I, I started living alone. You know, I lived in the dorms and, and have roommates and everything. And just when I, when you get to your, when you get, for me, I do better when I'm by myself. Like, I, I don't, I don't know why it is, but when I, when I live alone and everything, I can truly kind of sit there and kind of take control of my life a little bit, you know, cause everything's, For me, it's like everything's on your shoulders, which a lot of people that kind of brings a lot of stress to them. But for me, I love having everything like everything is in your control, you know, and there's something really liberating about that. In my opinion, I I like I like, you know, taking control of my life and whatever. It's it's made me a better person. So that kind of helped me. I kind of got my life together when I started living by myself and everything. So,
1: yeah, roommates are for the birds. I, just, I don't I don't care how nice they are. Roommates are for the birds. Yeah, but it's just, I don't know. I think that's just kind of
0: how it was. My mom said the same thing when she was in college. She she didn't do well living with other people. She only did well when she lived alone. So,
1: Yeah. All right, he's Cooper Mays, the Vol Report, brought to you by City Heating and Air Conditioning, Tennessee, Georgia, on Saturday. For Cooper Mays, I'm Dave Hooker. This has been a presentation of Off The Hook Sports.